stuffing. Big stuffing fan. I am crazy about stuffing. Yeah, stuffing. Hold up, we've not got to that bit. Let's just rewind. Okay, welcome to Stream It. This is the film and TV podcast full of things for you to watch. My name's Connor. Hello, and I have a very cat-themed Christmas episode for you. Meow. Ho, ho, ho. I'm trying to think how a cat can mix with Santa, but I'm not sure it works. Anyway, we're getting excited about the Christmas specials coming to your TV screens. Tabby McTat. Plus, I have three TV shows you defo should be watching right now. So here's my little speedy rundown of what's coming up today. So producer Hebe caught up with Axel Scheffler and Susan Wakoma from the new Julia Donaldson TV special, Tabby McTat. And I have three TV shows to binge watch on your Christmas holidays. Right, let's get going. So grab your popcorn, maybe mince pie flavour. Does that exist? Hmm, sounds a bit disgusting. Anyway, get comfy. Yeah, that's more important. This is Fun Kids Stream It. So, are you a fan of the Gruffalo? Well, there is a special treat for you this year. A very, very special treat indeed. Another Julia Donaldson classic story has been turned into a TV special for you. This time, Tabby McTat. Tabby McTat was a busker's cat with a meow that was loud and strong. Me, you and the old guitar How perfectly, perfectly happy we are I saw the old chase Tripped on a lace and crashed In a flash he was down Producer Hebe, who is like, you know, the absolute best at the moment Doing all the fun stuff Got chatting to Susan Wakoma Who is the voice of Sock About working on the new Christmas classic I'm here with Susan Wakoma um, at the Tabby McTats screening for Christmas. And I want to say straight off, why should people watch Tabby McTat this Christmas? There's so much on, on the screens. Why Tabby McTat? I think that people should watch uh, Tabby McTat because it's really heartwarming and beautiful and funny and it's all about family and finding your family and you know that's what everybody hopes to have around Christmas is to be around people that they love and to snuggle up in front of the TV and watch something really wonderful and this is absolutely that. It definitely is. Um, Do you have any Christmas traditions yourself that you're looking forward to? Yes. Um, well, my family have always been sort of like nonplussed about Christmas because there's so many kids and it's always like really rowdy and everything. But my really good friend, Deborah Francis White, she um, has a really beautiful Christmas with loads and loads of extended family. And I've been going for like the last, I think, four years. Um, and it's just been really beautiful. We get really dressed up. We get stockings at the end of the bed. It's just like full on Christmas. And I, I just love this time of year this is when london really is just like it's most sparkly and most beautiful so to have a christmas where it's like we're gonna properly go for it and i wear a nice dress and i turn up for dinner and we all talk about our christmas wish and it's just the purest experience and i get to do it again this christmas so very excited best bit about christmas is it comes around every year yes you can guarantee on it which is great so playing Sock in Tabby McTat, give us a rundown of how you get into a character, this time a cat, but um, in any respect, how do we, how do we as listeners at the moment become a, a voice actor and Ooh. become a cat? 
I think the most important thing is to read, read, read whatever the script is. And so the great thing about Tabby Matat is that you have the amazing books for Julia and Axel. So um, I read that loads. And then um, with animation, for me, it's about trying to see what that looks like. Now, obviously, again, Axel's amazing illustrations will tell, like, no one's going to deviate from that. That would be not a good move because they're so beautiful. And so, seeing for me with this particularly, was seeing how faithful the adaptation would be to the story, which it was. And so, once I knew that all those things were in place, um, it's then asking, you know, our directors and asking the team, you know, what do they want? Do they want you to do, sort of do a cat voice and uh, or not? And so what they wanted from us was it to be really natural and to be really kind of easy. And, um, and so, yeah, being very natural, playing a cat and all that animation, doing all the physicality for you is uh, really fun. Talking of physicality, do you have any physical things you did to kind of put yourself in the role? Do you know what I did do? I didn't do any kind of like cat warm-ups or anything <laughs> like that. But um, I had to do quite a lot of purring and meowing. Uh, I, didn't th- I thought I'd get away with it. <laughs> Just like... Um, Sarah, one of our directors, was like, so um, now that we've come to the end of the session, could you just do like some purring? And I didn't know whether I could purr. <laughs> so I had to sort of go to a corner and be like, um, uh, in front of everybody, like everyone's waiting. And I have to go, um, can I just quickly try? Just no one listen and no one record. <laughs> so I just went to a corner and just went, yeah, I can do it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, so what I do is, because a lot of the times cats are in motion like you see tabby and sock when they first meet they're like playing so any kind of like breath or because you sort of mix from like very um human sounds to cat sounds whenever it's in action i always sort of just like the other way to describe it's like march on the spot so i'm shifting my weight from one leg to the other to sort of give the impression of like movement as if you're a cat pouring yeah so i do that quite a bit and sometimes i don't warn people so they'll just see me moving they're like oh off she goes. So what are your three best tips for that? To, to um, do a cat purr? To do a cat purr, <laughs> I think uh, practice in private, <laughs> not in front of the room full of people. Pa- practice in pri- private, um, play with cats, hang out with some cats and see how they do it. And uh, and then, yeah, watching the animation as much as you can and seeing what kind of facial expression your cat has, because then that will tell you how you purr or meow. Did you put any of your personality into sock? Um, just my warmth and charisma and my natural charm. <laughs> no, all of that's on the page. I didn't have to. I didn't have to bring myself into it. It's an easy job. Lovely. Um, apart from uh, sock in Tavern McTat, are there any other characters from uh, Julie Donaldson's books that you would love to voice? Oh my goodness! Great question. There's so I, many. Well, you know what? I was obsessed with the Gruffalo because I was about. I've worked it out. I was about maybe five or six when the Gruffalo came out I think about 30 years ago yeah and so I remember really vividly being on the the carpet area of my school you know you can sort of smell the carpet I remember the smell and just being in the corner like reading it and and doing a voice (laughs) um of just what I thought the Gruffalo would sound like so once that was made I was like ah that's gone a ship sailed but like it is a real honor to be asked um to be a part of of something that's like a real tradition which is gorgeous it's gorgeous to have television traditions because i think that's something that doesn't really happen so often mm. where there is a certain thing that comes on that you know is going to really bring people together that you all sit around and watch together as a family 
And it's something that you can be four years old or you can be 84 years old. It doesn't Massively. matter. Massively. Because what Julia said earlier is, you know, with this story, you know, you don't quite know where it's going to go. You know, if you've never read the books, it's not necessarily a straightforward outcome. Like, there is a kind of um, conflict and confusion of, like, what's going to happen and what's going to happen to Tabby and will he find his busker, his, his you know, his parent effectively. So that all of that is in there and that's why I think any age can watch this and really um, engage with it I think. Amazing. So what would be your one piece of advice for budding actors and voice actors um, who are listening? Oh, a good question. I think my one bit of advice is is to this might seem silly but I swear by this like never stop daydreaming which sounds a bit wishy-washy, but engaging with your imagination is so crucial because acting can be a bit of a business. It's business and it's suits and it's briefcases and it's, oh, you've got to think about this. and da, 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 da. Whereas your job as an actor is to stay connected to your imagination and your sense of play. And, you know, you take the work seriously, but you don't take yourself too seriously. And and stay connected to that joy so I'd say any budding actor is don't worry about the kind of like business suits of it is just concentrate on play and joy and keeping like your your heart open I think is really really crucial because that's the thing that only actors can do and no, no one else can do it quite like us the best bit of the job yes the best bit would you be up for playing a little this or that game okay. Christmas edition okay it's all Christmas stuff <laughs> let's do so. it I love Christmas okay um Potatoes or stuffing? <gasps> stuffing. Big stuffing fat. I am crazy about stuffing. Yeah, stuffing. It's a difficult one to start off with. Oh, no, that was that was not <laughs> difficult for me. Uh, turkey or ham? <sighs> okay, it's got to be turkey. Although I find turkey really dry, but it's so Christmassy. So I will eat turkey no matter what. Turkey. It's the only day you can really have it's turkey. Day. <laughs> um, stockings or crackers? I think now that I'm older, it's stockings for me. Yeah, stockings. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, cats or dogs? Oh. Okay, for purposes of this interview, it is cats all the way, but I love dogs. <laughs> See, I'm a dog fan. Yeah, I'm a dog fan. But Tavern McTight has, has brought me closer to cats. Yeah. Um, Santa or Mrs. Claus? Oh, here we go. It's got to be Santa. Santa's who I grew up with. He was everywhere. Yeah, Santa. Uh, snow or ice? Snow. I love snow, especially when we allow it to settle, which we don't really do in London. As soon as it settles, everyone's like, get rid of it. It's going to stop everyone being able to get to where they want to. But I'm like, there's so much snow in Canada and everybody goes to work. So I love snow. Very nice. Um, the Gruffalo or the Stickman? <gasps> the Gruffalo, because of me on that carpet as a really young kid trying to do a Gruffalo kind of voice sound. Uh, Tabby McTat or Sock? It's got to be sock. I'm so attached <laughs> to sock. Yeah. Wrapping paper or ribbon? Ooh. Uh, a ribbon, though. A really good ribbon. Especially one that you can just pull and it just it just completely falls apart like that. Like a really posh ribbon. Like a velvety one. Yes. Yeah. Ribbon wins. Fancy, <laughs> fancy ribbon. And finally, mince pies or Christmas pudding? <gasps> mince pie. 100%. Oh, my gosh. A deep-filled mince pie. I mean, one mince, a good mince pie will keep you full forever. This is so easy for you. It's really easy. I'm a very decisive person. 
Very decisive and very into the Christmas spirit. I like it. Hebe also got chatting to another super cool one, Axel, the illustrator of Julia Donaldson's books about the lovely story of Tabby McTat. So I'm here with Axel Shefflin, um, who is the illustrator of Tabby McTat. And I just wanted to ask, there's so much TV that's going to be around at Christmas. Why should our listeners watch Tabby McTat? I think I think these are just perfect uh, family films. The the ones that the Magic Light, the producers Magic Light have have produced, and I think it's yeah, it seems to be like a thing people are looking forward to do together on Christmas Day every year. Now they're waiting for the next animation, and oh, I, I have yeah. When I was younger, I um I loved the Snail and the Whale. Mm. That was my favorite one. Yes, um, and a Scotch and a Squeeze, which are kind of the the I think underappreciated um, books of, of all For, of the books. Okay, our first book ever. Yeah. If our listeners haven't encountered Tabby McTat before, mm. um, how would you summarise the story of Tabby McTat? Well, Tabby McTat is a uh, tabby cat and uh, kind of works or lives and is together with a busker and they sing in the streets of London and then the busker has an accident and kind of disappears and Tabby is on his own and meets a uh, beautiful cat called Socks and they become a couple they live together with two ladies in a house and they have children and shall I give it all away now but we don't. <laughs> so Tabby starts to look for for Fred I won't say more then we're gonna... we'll keep a little bit of suspense for yeah. Christmas Day I love that um, is there anything in the film that our listeners should um, should keep an eye out for any illustrations that you particularly loved seeing when you saw it um, scenes in the film, I think it's it's really touching, and I I, I love the way they create. Um, it's all computer generated, but it looks so convincing. And I like the the atmosphere they they create, um, the the light, and I like the fact that this is um, set in London. That was something that when I did the picture book, the publisher um, didn't want me to do because it was meant to sell in lots of countries of the world and but it's it's impossible to do like a city that looks the same although cities do look more and more the same in the world but i wanted it to to have the the to be a london story and they have done that now in the animation more than i did in the book so i'm pleased about that it does really so give watch that out. london yeah. vibe i think london yes. at christmas is so, perfect place for it yes and people should watch out for that and it has got a christmasy end so it's it's very yeah, it's very, it's perfect for Christmas. Do you have any words of advice for budding illustrators who are listening? Um, the obvious ones are just uh, to draw a lot, observe a lot, look at lots of books. If you want to be an illustrator, look at paintings as well, because many of the paintings that are in museums are illustrations of biblical stories, and you can see how people did that. And also try out lots of different materials, try to paint, try to draw try collage so yes but but i think mainly the main advice is be curious about images and very nice as um the adventurous yeah. is a has now become the the whole series have now become a um a tradition for many people and many families mm. um, do you have any christmas traditions yourself that you're really looking forward to yeah, we we still have a Christmas tree um, at at home for Christmas with real candles being German. I think really that's, candles, yes, Amazing. yes, yes. So that's that's that creates a special atmosphere. And probably not a uh, in regards of health and safety, <laughs> not something advisable, especially if you have small children. But we always did that, and 
yeah, we have something to eat and of course some presents and but my my daughter's now 16 so it's it's a bit different from when she was little, yeah. Less does exciting. You, does probably. your daughter love the books herself? Well, now she's a teenager so she <laughs> she's not really interested that much anymore but she yeah, she used to like the books, I think. Fantastic. When she was smaller. Well, thank you so much. Aren't they cool? What a lovely Christmas tree. A real Christmas tree for sure. Don't miss it on BBC iPlayer and on BBC One. It's happening on the big day, Christmas Day. So it's coming up to the Christmas holidays, the perfect time to binge watch a few TV series. And I think my first pick that you've got to watch is Investigators. Yeah, it's almost like Investigators, but with the best in the middle. Investigators. Yeah, you heard it right. I'm looking for the Investigators Detective Agency. This is the Investigators Detective Agency. Where are the detectives? Here. How old are you? I'm 10. He's 11. The investigators, little detectives solving big crimes. That is the cutest slogan ever. You made it up. I know. And it's the cutest slogan ever. Investigators follows four unlikely friends who form a detective agency to solve mysteries told to them by locals. So Ezra, who is like very tech savvy actually, and Moody as well, who is super smart, Tyler, who is so funny, and dramatic Ava, he's so good at solving mysteries and having awesome adventures. The thing is, when there's a mystery to solve, you also have an adventure. As much as it's a bit stressful, you're like, oh my God, I've got to solve this mystery. You kind of get a super cool adventure to go along with it. You've got to watch it, check it all out, follow the adventure as well. It's available on Netflix. At two is Bros in Control. I'm Callum and I'm in control of my big bro Adam and his best mate Joe. Hey! They're looking guys! I've got a friend called Rob. Have you got a friend that rhymes with Rob? Bob? <laughs> Can you rub your tummy and pat your head now? Go. Oh! Can you do a dance with your nose? <laughs> The best mates, yeah, they're besties. Adam and Joe battle it out in the funniest, gungiest and grossest games created by Adam's little brother, Callum. Such a little brother, isn't it? You think of those three words, funny, gunge and gross, you think of your little brother. I would love to have a go at these games. They look so much fun. Have a watch and see what games you'd come up with. Yeah, do you think you could come up with a funnier, gungier, grosser game? I don't know. It's over to you. Go watch it all on BBC iPlayer now. And three, my final one, number three, is Ninja Warrior Junior. The new generation of ninjas face off to become the next American Ninja Warrior Junior. Oh, my! Oh, this is going to be what is this? A peacock. Oh! oh! Uh-oh, here we go. No! Are you the strongest? Are you the quickest? Are you the most flexible person? You know. I think you probably say you are. Well, could you compete in Ninja Warrior Junior? I mean, I think I'd be rubbish. I once tried gymnastics at school and it ended really badly. I think my neck is still suffering now. It looks very difficult. I can hardly even do a pull-up as well. So, uh, yeah, not for me. All that jumping, swinging and running. I'd rather sit back, grab me popcorn and watch it. Thank you very much. You've got to see this over on ITVX. Now! 
And that's it. God, just the thought of all that gymnastics has made me feel tired, so uh, I think I need a rest. If you enjoyed the episode, give us a follow so you don't miss future episodes, and do rate the podcast five stars too, because it's not only me, no, it's also producer Hebe, and I think together we definitely deserve five stars. We're also always looking for reviewers to come on the show and tell us their favourite films and why they love them. That could be you. Maybe like, you know, your favourite film of the year. Yeah, as we look back, when it hits Christmas at the year, what has been your like high highlight film i want to hear all about it if you want to get involved with episodes in the future it's funkidslive.com forward slash stream it send me a message telling me about your favorite movie and well if it's a good message make it great we could have you on see you soon bye